Hello, Ruby fans, and welcome back to the AfterBuzz TV Ruby After Show. Tonight, we're looking at Volume 4, Episodes 5 and 6, Menagerie and Tipping Point. See you after the opening. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. We're spending half of this in space, Australia. We, oh my God, we have a light show. Why is officially a party? <laughs> Even better. <laughs> well, welcome back to Space Australia, everyone. How are we? How are we doing tonight? Fantastic. Better than if we were in Space Australia. <laughs> this is this is very. Did I say Space Australia? But fantasy did. Australia. I'll, I'll take I either. Like space, I'll though. take either. One with like, it. <laughs> it's fantasy, then space, then. Actual Australia. To say I will take just not Australia okay. at all. All right. All right, hello everyone. Welcome back to the AfterBuzz TV Ruby After Show. We are looking at Volume 4, Chapters 5 and 6, Menagerie, hence Fantasy Australia, and Tipping Point. With me today is the wonderful Patrick Dees. What is up? How are you guys? You can find me uh, on Twitter at Peter the Dees. Please tweet at me and tell me why you actually dig Australia. Joining us again is the lovely Stacey Shuttleworth. Hi guys, I'm Stacey Shuttleworth. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Stacey Shuttles or all over the web at Nerd Doing Stuff, because I'm a Nerd Doing Stuff. Mark is off in uh, Fantasy Australia on a solo mission. You can find him on Twitter at Mark B. Donica. And Megan, I don't even know what Megan's doing. I think she's infiltrated the White Fang. I haven't heard from her. I'm a little worried. That's a pretty good theory. It's not bad at all. Pretty sure she's infiltrated the White Fang at this point. We miss you guys. Anyway, next time she tweets, you can find her on Twitter at TheManguin. That is T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. I am Katie Cullen. I am driving this crazy boat tonight. You can find me on Twitter at Kiaje. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. For those of you who are watching along on YouTube, we have the live chat. If you're not watching along on YouTube, you should be, so you can be in the live chat. We also have the hashtag, uh, RubyABTV. You can do that on Twitter. If you have something fun to say, if you have any answers to the questions that we will be posing, throw them in the hashtag, throw them in the live chat. You may well get a shout-out. And then, and we're not just saying that. Like, legitimately, it's some of my favorite part about doing yeah. the, of the show are, like, some of the fan theories or people, people listening in, so please hit us up on that chat. Well, and sadly, we lose the live chat after the broadcast, but the hashtag stays there. Mm-hmm. So if on Tuesday you're like, I totally wanted to say a thing, put it in the hashtag. We totally check it. Fair enough. Love it. So, yeah, let's, let's start with our opening question because we have, uh, God bless him, we have son meeting the parents today. We do. We do. And so do we have any horribly awkward meet the parents stories? Nothing like poor son. Well, no, nothing like poor son. I mean, <laughs> it's very rare that you're like, I'm dating this person. Her parents are the rulers of the land. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but with, with almost no context. You said that, though. You said that. Do we have any, any awkward stories? Like, you do. Are you, like... I, no. no. Just no. never? It's always gone smoothly for you. I date so infrequently okay. that I don't really have any meeting okay, the fair enough, stories. fair enough. I actually really like that moment. I don't know. Are, are you that way? You've, you've been in a relationship for some time. What was it like the first time you met his parents? I mean, it wasn't really awkward because we'd been friends beforehand. Okay, so you kind of knew I've the family. I've really not it was gone seamless. through this process. <laughs> so... I, for one, love it. I'm actually usually even better with the mothers of the women I'm dating than the actual girl that I'm dating. They... We stay so friends for a long time after. It's, it's rough. I like. I hate losing <laughs> that. The families, the proverbial in-laws, if you will. It's always a tough situation. So I was actually a little bit jealous of son in this episode when he got to meet the parents and like, how many opportunities did he have to like make a great impression? I actually really, really loved his. Well, well, those guys were really creepy, right? And when he was in the door, like there was that silence. And yes, he, I share that a little bit with son. Not that I'm relate to son much at all, but I do share that. Talk far too much, and I tend to fill the silence when I'm in social situations. And so, like, he slayed a, uh, uh, um, he slams that door and Sun's sitting there and it's like there's a solid two beats and I like I wanted to jump in just watching so I understood him going well those guys were real weird and I was like <laughs> and then the dad takes the moment to say what does he say uh, I, really I really don't, don't like, like you. you and I just I, and like, I'm sitting there going yes <laughs> come on come on but mom likes him and that's what matters your dad's never gonna like as a protective older brother I hate every guy that my sister has ever dated, uh, except her current husband, who I'm a huge fan of. But I will say, like, uh, like I, I feel her like current dad's... Current husband. Current. Yeah, well, she may upgrade in the near future. <laughs> 
definitely not Barb. I love you. Your husband's an amazing dude. Uh, but like, I, I never got that from my older brothers. I got that from one of the cadets that we sponsored. Oh, was that right? A couple of years after he graduated and was serving two tours in Iraq, he came back and I was telling him, yeah, someone's taking me to prom. And he which tells you how long ago this was. And he goes, okay, I'm going to need their name, their address, their social security number. Right. I'm going to need to drop by and have a visit. And I'm like, Jonathan. Jonathan, it's okay. Kind of blood type. We're already friends. It's fine. It's fine. It's the five acres and a shovel talk. His credit score is a 720. He's fine. He's fine. And he's just like, I have an entire two-thirds of an island that's a desert and a shovel. And I I think like it's out of love, though. I feel like that's all all out of love. Anyway, I just kind of love that he hit it off with Mom. And Mom was vocal about it, too, over dinner. Oh, yeah. Polly's great. She is. Really, really good. Instant love. Right. I just I adore Blake's parents so much. And chat has been we got it from chat. I got it in comments from my reaction video. The going theory is that her dad Gira is Bagheera from the Jungle Book, which falls in line with Supreme Leader Khan being mm-hmm. Shere Khan, mm-hmm. the new head of the White Fang. Look at this. I come right. on the show and I learn something. This is like this is amazing. Our Every commenters time. are really super I, smart. I totally agree. It's it's the hive mind coming together with these wonderful theories and going, yeah. Yeah, that sounds really good. Mm-hmm. And we do learn that Menagerie is basically fantasy Australia because yep. it's this mm-hmm. little island in the corner of the map and it's populated by people. It was initially populated by people that the rest of the world wanted to forget. And it's two thirds desert with horrifying wildlife. It's Australia. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I'm just bummed out they didn't get the cool accent, right? Like. <laughs> I literally oh. would that have made things better. Could you I think it would have. I for one, and I know I've got a weird sample size. Have either of you been to Australia? No. Okay, so I think I've got a weird sample size. Half of Rooster Teeth has every Australia, yeah, right? Uh, every Australian I've ever met here in the states or traveling other places, Canada or other places, I've run into them. Canada, Canada, America's hat. Canada. Yes, uh, they're always amazing people, and I don't know if it's a function of the fact that like they're the adventurous ones that get off the island, or if the whole island is just rad central. I'm not. I'm undecided on this, but. I feel like part of that is the accent. So I was a little bummed out that Fantasy Australia didn't have that cool accent. I feel like they have to band together against the spiders, so they're probably really friendly to humans uh, yeah, for teamwork totally. purposes. <laughs> You're not going to hurt me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to be able to jump in with anyone you meet to right, right. These, these creatures. Yeah, I mean, enough. these spiders are big enough to have Final Fantasy-style life bars. For, yeah. Forget it. <laughs> Forget it. Excellent point. It's the best Australia yep. Photoshop I've ever seen. Is that picture of the really huge spider on the wall and someone put a life bar beneath it? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that looks about right. That's, that's accurate. I'm yep. not leveled up enough to take this on. No. Yep. You run out yep. of that danger yep. zone as fast mm-hmm. as you can. Gonna go grind. Like, it's yep. like, is it, better in this, is it better in the city? Kind of. <laughs> if we have any Australian viewers, I'm sure you're lovely people and you live in a world that I could not fathom surviving in. <laughs> They're just better people than we are. They're so tough, and they have a cool accent. I just want to be Australian. Probably. Americans are kind of jerks sometimes. <laughs> Look, this is a safe space, right? It's just us. Nobody watches this. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> As the whole chat's like, you're an idiot. <laughs> it's just actually the chat is talking just... about the uh, fox faunus that we got to meet, oh, Cor- yeah. Corsic and Fennec. And I had a moment tonight because Corsic is voiced by a guy I know. Oh, is that right? And that was one of those moments of. Oh, yeah, his name, I need to get this right, I believe it's Derek Mears. For those of you who don't know that, he played Jason in the 2009 Friday the 13th. Okay. He's he's known for being a horror movie actor. He's very tall, so he's known for playing the big scary sure, guys. Yeah, yeah. I know him from a local improv show where they basically throw each other around the stage. Of course you do. They do it's called The Resistance. They improvise an action movie, hour-long action movie every week. And so it's like that's where I know him from. We used to go every week on the regular. And it's like he tweeted, "Yeah, I voiced Corsica." And I was like, "What? What?" Yep. Yes. It's one of those one of those moments. It's the best. Yeah, extremely. Oh, can we get back to this whole improving live like action movie? That sounds incredible. You just glossed over him. that, right? I know. It's called there. the Resistance. Do it's it in Australia, fr- and I'm there. I just... It's it's at IO West. Okay, fair on enough. Friday nights yeah. at I want to say 10 p.m. So if you're LA local, go see the Resistance. That's no, so... seriously, they're amazing. 
It's incredibly cool. I was in. Uh, I was lucky enough to be pulled out of the audience for Point Break Live. Oh God! When, when they did that, I don't know if you're familiar with the premise of that, but that Keanu Reeves is so dumb, and every one of his lines are so easy in that they can literally pull some random from the audience and then just put flat car- flashcards in front of you the entire time. They pull you up on a. On a yeah, it's a. It's a so whole, you got to live the dream. I got to be Keanu Reeves. I got to be Johnny got Utah. All right, Stacy. Uh, do you have any improv stories? Since we're doing this, oh yeah. Um, Chat, tell us your improv show stories. Any improv? No, uh, this <laughs> improv is not, LA, not happening. I mean, I go, I go watch improv shows. Fair enough. There's some really great ones around. It but... is magic. It is magic. <laughs> it, it is. Fair enough. It's a good Harry Potter one. I mean, Australia is now talking about Spider Grim. No, okay. And how horrifying they would be. But I imagine that's what's out there in that desert. Just has to be of giant spider grip. I don't want to see that. I never want to no. experience that. No. Just, Those really would have Final Fantasy style life bars. Can you imagine that. kangaroo grim, ostrich grim, emu grim, rather emu koala grim? He's just hanging out. Friends. Koala, aren't koalas not Platypus friendly? So grim. friendly. So friendly. Koalas <laughs> are relatively chill. Platypi are poisonous. Look at this. This is just terrifying. (laughs) Just a platypus grim. It shows up. (laughs) Learning so much today. This is a little slice of Wikipedia. I feel like I'm learning so much. Did you really not know that platypi are poisonous? I did not know. They have a poisonous barb. She says that like you watched Camp Camp. (laughs) I do like Camp Camp quite a bit. They talked about that. It's way more like obsessed with Griffin McElroy's like <laughs> like five minutes on that and his sweet LA light up shoes than I was. I was not concerned about the plot. Just glossed right over them. Are you kidding me? They're glowing shoes. Who cares about the wildlife? <laughs> Chad has latched onto the emu grim. Oh, I'm, I'm with about. you, you guys. I'm with you. Again, I'm glad you said emu. I thought you said emo. Like you worked like well, behind they're the all t- emo. Behind. They're they're black and they have red they, eyes they work, and they all have like skull motifs. They're was, totally emo. That's what I was getting at. They <laughs> no. work behind the counter at your local hot topic. I was yeah. like, <laughs> like they yeah. are the local hot they topic. Are, they, exactly. hundred percent agreed. The the local hot topic has like grimmed theme wear that you can wear, but they caution you not to wear it out in the wild or where grim actually populate because you will get murdered by hunters and huntresses who can't tell the difference in the dark. Like mated with that realistic. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. We saw just, Grimm just... get born at the beginning of this series. I don't True. think they mate. Fair enough. Okay. You're I right. think they just come straight from hell. That's what your parents told you? That's how babies That children born. come from hell? <laughs> They're just, this is, this is, she, 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 Katie got a very different myth. version of the historic story than the rest of us got. Well, it explains me and my brothers. <laughs> <laughs> None of whom watch this. No, fair so, enough. <laughs> I, th- I am amazed that we haven't gotten the off-topic button yet. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah, trying. Yeah, no, seriously. At I'm, the I'm, moment, I'm, we're just we're we're living in Perry the Platypus Grim, and just everyone's having a really good time. Fantasy well, the, Australia's really fantasy Australia is really crammed. I don't feel like and that, evidently Blake's dad is in charge of it, which is awesome. And, I, I, I don't think that like I think it's I'm fine with us being a little off topic because that, that episode wasn't that narratively dense, right? Like I think it was a really good like bridge episode. It gives us a little yeah. a great mm-hmm. setup for things to come in that. Yeah. And obviously we got a lot with the White Fang uh, showing up at the door, but outside of that, I don't feel like there's much to like kind of chew through with that episode. Am I missing something? Okay. I have no idea what that's supposed Cutting to be. Cutting and chewing. <laughs> Somebody died a very bad death. This is the soundboard at After Buzz. Steven, just, we're just trying to no. keep, us, keep us on our toes. No, and make sure Steven. That we're... You guys wanted the off-topic thing, but I was just like, well, I just got my head chopped off and cried from, <laughs> from your stories. This is so good. Like, I literally was going for that. Can we, If I get a second one, if I want a gold a star next to my Katie's name. face right now. Yes. <laughs> uh, I just want a gif of that. I want a gif of that. <laughs> <laughs> this is, okay. Yep. I know we mentioned Friday the 13th earlier, but we are so far in the weeds right now. Good. So, so, we need, so what, did I miss anything else? Was there anything to go come back to that episode? Was there anything that I missed from like a... Because again... I go back to that, that phrase, but it's not that narratively dense. We didn't learn a ton. I think it's a great setup episode. It was mostly but character introductions. Bit, yeah, we learned right. that Gira used to be the uh, lead, I almost called him the lead of the Hot Topic, the lead of the White Fang. <laughs> Just, I'm <laughs> calling him the Hot Topic for the rest of our series run. <laughs> you know the White yeah, Fang are yeah. the people that shop at Fantasy Hot Topic. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. And buy they the Grim. They got, that's they where they got the Grim be. mask. Yes, they, oh, totally. That's absolutely where the Grim no mask question. came from. Yep. And it was buy one, get one 50% yep. off the store? I mean, they just had to. And then they used their whatever, like hot bucks or whatever oh. the heck they're called. I don't remember. Hot 
box. Okay, so yeah, I thought, thought you were talking about an Australian hot box, which is a whole other thing. No, that's um, different. But so we did learn that they were like in cahoots with Adam, right? There was a little bit of that whole yeah, like propaganda, yes. like hey, they were saying, that happened so, so far away. Yeah, we'd heard that there was a splinter branch, but we couldn't confirm anything until everything literally went to hell in right. your kingdom. Yep. But we have all of these policies in place, and we have a plan of action, and here's the paperwork, and do you want to see it? <laughs> We're working on it. Our noses are clean. We're good. Like, and then I mean, they walk away and crank the creepy back up to 11. Be like, should we tell Brother Adam? So they're just making Fantasy Australia great again. That's just, what they're doing. Oh, God. Every episode, I'm going to get a Trump reference in. Every all I can, single God episode. God forbid. God Sorry. forbid. Sorry. It's only the post-truth era. I'm just saying. That's where we live now. Only if it's an impeachment it's, reference. It's, yep. Anyway, that got supremely political. Yeah, I, they called each other brother and sister, and yeah. I worry about any, well, cult. That I worry about yeah, cults yeah, in general. Yeah, yeah, 100% it came well, across that way, right? And we've seen that before, kind of in earlier episodes, yeah. where it is a very very close to a cult-like environment. Yeah. So we it have, basically is a cult. It is, and we have this weird kind of disparity where it's like, hey, no, actually the Faunus are treated like crap, and it is a problem, but then the White Fang, who maybe once were trying to do something about it, now has kind of devolved into this cult-like atmosphere. Sure. So it does set up a lot of really interesting questions. They become the Church of Scientology. Except stunningly violent. Adam's, Adam is their Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, okay. See that man run. Uh, we do have a BG Titan avatar in the chat bringing up Sister Elia. Yes, Blake has Ooh. the connection, apparently. Yeah, do, has that the first time that name's been dropped? As far as I know, I think so. I mean, it's really the first time we've seen Blake having a connection other than right. Adam in the White Fang. Right. It's true. Yep. I don't throw that to chat because I feel like that hive mind would probably know better than us. But yeah, I also hadn't picked on it before. Well, chat's on about a minute delay, so Fair we'll enough. see. I, I just, I kept waiting for a Sister Mary Elephant joke because that's all I could, th- thank you for knowing what that was. Because that's all I could think of. Old, old comedy bit. Fair enough. Literally ones, of, ones of people watching this knew that. Ones across you this country. You know what? As long as someone gets it, it's good. Up top. But I just, about. that's all I could think of is, is there a Sister Mary that's an elephant faunus? I, I, I need to know this. Maybe we'll find out this season. Or I need the fan fiction. I don't think that's nope. a Rooster Teeth kind of joke. Not the fan fiction, no. the fan art. Rather, I could use both. Um, <laughs> send me your recommendations. Let's go diving. Yeah, do we have anything else to say about Magic Australia? Fantasy Australia. Uh, it's Australia! Uh, uh, well, another thing that was kind of interesting was Sun's kind of complete lack of knowledge concerning Menagerie. Yeah. Even though he, he grew himself up in vacuum. is... Right, even though he himself yeah, but, is a faunus. So is it kind of like a distant thing for some of the kingdoms? I would imagine if he didn't grow up there, he wouldn't know. Like, I'm Irish, but I didn't yeah. grow up in Ireland. No, Driving a, on the other side of the road was like, what the heck am I doing when but, I went? But you had a fundamental understanding that they drive on the other side of the road. Like, you knew what it was. He mm. showed up and he's like, what is this magic world <laughs> that I'm in? Like, I've never... Yeah, exactly. Like, it's he showed also up. sun. I mean... Okay. I'll give you that. I All will right. give you that. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. okay. a very poor point. That's, that's the, yep, it's sun. I rest my case. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, right. okay. Yeah. And everyone should. continues to go, God, Katie, Point why that... do you hate sun so much? I don't hate sun, but it's really funny to make fun of how dumb he is. Just, I empathize with that man so much. It's I know, right? it says so I know. Much. But it's I funny. Know, He's precious, but he, he is precious. Really, really is tragic sometimes. Is he part of your team, Hot and Useless? He is. All right. Him and Neptune. Fair enough. Scarlet and Sage are good in my yep. book okay, because okay. they actually did things, but Sun and Neptune, man, I forget I do like it. me some no, Neptune, too. I like it. the dumb ones on the show. <laughs> you do. I do. I don't know. You do. I'm, Who are your other favorite characters? I'm just, I'm going to stick with Sun and Neptune. I'm going to like, <laughs> actually, I would the say The junior police detectives. I think Blake is my favorite. And this is like, so Anytime I, we get a little, any more glimpse in our, like her backstory or anything, uh, Blake from from the 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 core four is is my favorite. I don't think it's even close. Okay, uh, Chad has been saying that Elia is has not been mentioned before. Thank you, Chad. And uh, Malachrome is saying she might have a surname that we haven't heard because Elia doesn't seem to be a color or a reference. Sure. Mm-hmm. And Michael Halpern points out that Menagerie doesn't have a CCT and no one is using a scroll. So there's not a heck of a lot of communication that goes back and forth. Also fair enough. Right. Because yeah. as far as the rest of the world is concerned, faunus aren't important, question mark? Maybe, maybe it's a choice. Maybe they, they want to be technologically isolated. 
It could be. I, yeah, I feel like there's a lot we don't know. Yep. And especially because we're coming from a place where we really haven't seen it in the schools. Because in the academies, it seems to be fairly True. easily integrated yep. without yeah. without really much prejudice. And then we're kind of stepping out into this world, and it's like, no, wait, there's a ton of prejudice. You just haven't. You've been in this sheltered little mm-hmm, bubble. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a weird kind of. Um, it's like going to college. I just, I sure. But yeah, son is shocked, though, right? She's yeah. not going to say, you shocked. don't know? Like, he couldn't believe that word hadn't got back mm-hmm. to Fantasy Australia. So, I don't know. You're right. It's a great yeah. point. Now, there's, there's probably not a heck of a lot of communication. They get people on boats spreading what news they know, but they they don't... Well, for one, the CTT is down. Mm-hmm. Right, just right. broken. Sure. Well, and realistically, they've probably been only listening to what the white thing is coming to report to them. So if they're saying everything's good, right. we're cool, we, you know, it's fine. White everything's just going on. There is no war in Bossing Say. Right. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> that reference? It's, just, it's my favorite reference. <laughs> okay. That it, that it is. There's like, dead silence no, over here. <laughs> like, like, I did it uh-huh. again. No. Feeling like sun over here? I'm like, I just I'm sure. Just in my favorite reference. <laughs> Have you not time. seen Avatar The Last Airbender? It's on my shame. I've started it like three times. I've been told over and over again, hey, look, this is something. Like people who like recommended Doctor Who and no. like uh, Battlestar Galactica. No, my favorite nice shows. Things. Sim- nice things. Go watch Avatar. See, I've been like, yeah. like three times. I can't. It's I on, is it on Netflix still? It is everywhere, yes. Okay, Do yeah, it. No, yes. All right. Do okay. the thing. When the stuff. Oh, my God. I've just kind of, okay. Do it. I love this. Do it. Do it. Do it. It's more like driving the enable bus. Okay, I can get behind that. And then I'm going to go back and comment on this YouTube video later. And there's a big all caps. I get it. Got it. I get it. Part of there is no war in Bossing Say. True story. All right, let's move on to tipping point. I like it. Right. I'm like sure it. if we forgot anything, chat will be sure to let us know. Sure thing. Yeah. This episode, though, let's let's break it into the two separate parts because sure. we have our intrepid team of heroes traveling and we have Weiss. So let's yep. talk yep. about Weiss for a little bit. Let's. In the okay. party from hell. Yep. Yeah, like I we saw I, her performance first, right? Yeah, she performed, we did. and, and we that went was right a song about like my life is my own. I won't be bought by yeah. your money. And like that, Mike, not, you're not really playing to your audience here, but <laughs> they're was... applauding politely. Right. It, it was a surprisingly kind of out there song for her to sing. I am I, surprised her dad approved it. I was going to say, so, so dad I. didn't choose the song, right? Like, basically, <laughs> like, no, because he forced her to sing, right? Like, he, mm-hmm. he didn't force her, but he kind of just said, you're going to sing, right? Smiling. Yeah. yeah. So I felt like... <laughs> we want you to sing. Right, yeah. right. And so I felt yeah. like it, that was a big, like, okay, dad, you're going to put me on the stage? I'm going to sing what I'm going to sing. I feel like there was a Phantom of the Opera reference to be made about Dad and uh, Junior sitting in Box 3. Box 3 is to be left for my use. Uh, Megan would know if she were here. That is her thing. Sure thing. She'd give me the eight lines surrounding that and the correct box number. Fair enough. I appreciate that a lot. (laughs) (laughs) So did you get, you liked the performance? Phantom is Megan's thing. I can do Hamilton. Uh, It was, it was okay. Okay. I mean, it's yeah. not my favorite song I've ever heard sure. from Ruby, but mm-hmm. it, it's really hard to top I Burn, so that's me. <laughs> the party afterwards, have you guys ever been to one of these formal parties where it's like, I'm here, I need to leave, oh God? Frequently. Uh, I do this a lot for like, uh, professionally. No, uh, so I do a lot of entertaining professionally. I work in technology and there are a lot of very self-congratulatory parties that I, um, I was going to say lucky enough to attend. Um, and some of them are great. Like you, you, I think you strategic, you have to pick your spots and find mm-hmm. the people that, that, uh, speak your language, if you will. Next and, to the bar. And yes. And that, that <laughs> certainly helps. Uh, so yeah, I mean that definitely, I mean, can't empathize with the scene, I mean, tremendously. There have been, on the regular, on places that I don't want to be around people who I don't want to be talking to. So that's, again, finding your spots. And she was lucky enough or, or unlucky enough to find somebody that was, like, literally said everything, that, like, wrong, right? Like, the worst thing. The, the worst, right? She was not in a space to be getting that. And, like... Henry Marigold. Henry which Marigold. It's interesting that we got a first and last from him, which implies that he might be back. Because oh, I feel yeah. like Marigold is like, it's a family name. His well, hair, I've never heard of you. Yes. His hair was cool enough to bring back. He, <laughs> he kind of had the half, like, it was cut. He was, was like, like high-rent Neptune. Yeah. Again, again. I like Neptune better. Swimming upstream. Okay, all right, fair uh, enough. There was a term for him, and it was something Neptune, and I'm blinking on what that term was. Hopefully chat will know. So did you like his intro? So being um, being awesome young ladies that you are, I'm sure men come up to you often or, or women or whatever, but like I'm sure you're hit on to whatever degree and you're at a party. Did you like his his intro? Like was it appropriate? Did you think it was endearing or was it just gross and get out of my space? If you're at a party to work, 
which is basically what Weiss was doing, the last thing you want is to be hit on by some stranger. And I say that having been at work events where I had to be there working right. and getting hit on by alumni. <laughs> like, well, the, the, friends, no, I am here to check you in, not check you out. Sure, sure, sure. Wow, well, I like that. That should be right Thanks on the, 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 the name tag. Hello, my name is Katie. I'm here to check you in, not check you out. But, like, there's a, cool. but there's a distinction, right, between, like, I'm here, like, serving at a party or, like, I... Discount I, Neptune. Oh, I Discount like that. Okay. That's what uh, Indigo in the chat says. Discount Neptune. <laughs> yeah, I can find that. All right. <laughs> yeah, so you were saying. I just think there's a distinction between, like, if you're at a party and you are you are part of the, like, support crew, you're, like, serving or, like, I, I do this at a restaurant, right? Like, I, I love it when, or I really am uncomfortable when I'm in a group of people who then choose to then hit on a waitress or waiter. And because they're paid to be nice to you, right? They are not there. They're not in a position where, like, again, they're paid to be nice to you, and their tip and their their livelihood depends on building a rapport with you. And I think that's gross. And so, like, I think it's a distinction. That happened when you're, to me. Uh, okay, I feel like I need to hear this story. But this is usually <laughs> when you're both guests at a party. I think that's fair game to like. Again, if you're not being intrusive and you're being polite, and you're not being gross. Like, start up a conversation with somebody that you're interested in. That's fine. I think there's a distinction when it's like, hey, I'm paid to be here and I don't want to have to be nice to you and now you're hitting on me and this is uncomfortable because I have to continue to smile because that's my job but go away anyway I don't yep. know what, what was your story that well first of all evidently Megan is watching and she has corrected me it is box five I love it Megan uh-huh. I'm sorry for driving your boat off a cliff we miss you somehow Meg- Megatron <laughs> yes come back Lord Megatron yeah, I used to work at On the Border during college, which we don't have mm. any of those out here, but it is Tex-Mex. It's actually pretty good. Mm, it's on the border of good taste. I like it. I'm sorry. I, I grew up in Arizona. I, I, I love this stuff. <laughs> I know, totally. totally with you. Yeah, I know. yeah, for sure. And the way our store was set up for the kitchen, you have an indoor and an outdoor. And if you go into the outdoor, you are going to run into someone carrying a plate of fajitas that's heated to like 300 degrees on those mm. iron skillets. So... You go out the outdoor and in the indoor. Well, the outdoor faced an area of tables that I had to walk by to get to my section. And so one day I was just, you know, you make eye contact, you look at tables. Does anyone need water? Does anyone need chips? And about the third time that I walk by this table that's right on the corner, like right there, the guy weighs me down. I'm like, yeah, can, can I get anything for you? Well, I noticed that you've been looking at me, and I think we've made a connection. So can I have your number? And I'm sitting here going, wow. Oh, God, how do I do this? I kind of oh, look. No. And it's I'm like, bold. no, I'm sorry. I don't think my boyfriend would appreciate that. And I walked away, and I'm like, I have been single for years. That's fair, <laughs> That is a... That's what you uh, sent a message. It was clear. It's bold. It's just like, it's no, bold. no, 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 no. I am working. <laughs> I am doing my job. You are not my table. It's bold. I Stop. Discount Neptune. Discount Neptune wasn't so gross though. I felt like yeah, there was a, like kind of he was look. He was and he, he literally referenced it. He came back and he said that was my attempt to break the ice. Like mm-hmm. this is what's going on here. I just want to talk to somebody who's not that crowd at least. He started he was that okay. Crowd. I know totally. He I agree. started okay. Yes. And then it turned into oh, what's this for? Oh, I don't really care. I'm just here for the food. And I'm like I have gone to parties for that reason. Not gonna lie. Yep. But. Again, I know what party they are, and if it's a fundraiser, I know where I am, and I tip a few bucks in the bucket, and it's just like, you have to have some form of awareness of where you are and what you're doing. I kind of loved it. And he didn't and didn't care. I would have gone home with the man. Look, he said, he literally referenced... Why do I feel he, like that's not a high bar? He was so... Yeah, it's true. I'm, I'm, I'm really easy. Buy me a few drinks, any man can take me home. My point is... Uh, <laughs> It's gonna definitely. It's gonna. It's gonna. That, that's there. that's gonna live on at some point. I'm sure in some way that I don't want it to. My point is. My point Key is to the DZ. Uh, my, that that's that's a triple word score right there. I'm really impressed with. Hey. My point is he referenced it. It was it was so transparent. And I love that in conversation. Like I think candor generates speed, and I really like people who want to get to know you and are candid about who they are and why they're there or whatever and like I love that he just went like no like legit I'm straight here for the food like to me that's so refreshing as opposed to putting on some pretense that he actually gave a damn about why they were there okay and I okay I can agree with that to an extent sure. and maybe to anyone other than wife I agree yes, yes. yeah I agree know your room wrong right person. I know your room Yang for probably sure. would have oh. laughed right Yang would have loved it it would have been a totally different social situation in that That's case true. I feel. it yes. would have been so in like, a bar yeah but for Weiss 
at like, that where moment. Where her mindset is at that moment in yep. the setting she's in, that is the worst no, possible I, thing you could come and do. I, like, and, and honestly, be able to read your audience a little bit. Like, he knew it wasn't going well. Like, pull the ripcord. Like, you don't need to continue to, like, be a presence. Totally. I'll give you some space or whatever. Like, and be polite about it. I don't know. Anyway. I like this candor. I'm rich and my family name gets me many things. Hello, let's date. Leave. No, it wasn't that bad. I would go home with that. And then no, to make kidding, Yeah, no, we know. And then to make things worse, you know, we have that conversation and then we have the I love the way they do the audio for this, where you hear one person and then the rest of the background audio just drops out yep. because mm-hmm. suddenly focuses on you. You're the yep. only person that's important. I love that audio technique so much and it's just this person talking about well they deserve what they got they didn't have the right defenses and i'm like oh friend you just condoned an attempted genocide let's uh let's talk about that and her poor husband i assume boyfriend whomever oh you were saying the same thing last night and he's just like i would like the floor to swallow me like right now right that'd be great can the floor just why aren't you working with me floor Well, so and then what like, man. But then keep going though, right? Because like Weiss then falls. Is that what happens next? She well, starts yelling at her, gets mad for right. a dang oh, that's good right. reason. That's right. yep. Her dad grabs her and tells her that's to stop. What it is. And then she Yanks pulls the arm. away. Okay. Falls mm-hmm. and does a successful summon. But so that's what felt weird to me. It was awesome. So yeah. did you guys get this impression too? When she fell, it felt like she yanks free, she falls, the summon happens. And it felt like it was an accident that she was just so oh, yeah. spun up. Oh Absolutely. yeah, and it felt yeah. like. But that's to me that was a weird disconnect because you feel like if you're going to, if there's going to be a successful summon, that it would be like very intentional and focused. And she just felt like she slipped. It felt like a loaded gun that she's blah, she falls and well, then the gun shoots, and that was it, weird to me. Okay, they kind of have talked about how it start. You learn that power through like heightened emotions and yeah, you're right, you're right. So Excellent I point. think, and we've kind of seen it trying to break free, uh, free a couple of times yep. now, and usually yeah. it is when she's highly distressed. Sure. And I mean, I think now that is the most one of the most distressing situations sure. you can be in. Yeah, you yeah. are away from your friends, you're away from all the people you care about, locked in this society that you are quickly I mean she was probably never too crazy about it but back at the beginning of the series she was definitely much more of a person who would have fit into that scene into being and, a schnee right yep. and we have a really good comment in the chat from Malachroma which I'm going to start keeping a bingo board Boom. of Malachroma's awesome comments uh-huh. because we get so many of those uh, why summon the Borbatusk under the same emotional state she was in when she killed it embarrassed angry resentful of someone trying to impose authority over her Boom. Yes. It's incredibly insightful, Malachroma. Yes. As per usual. Yeah. Can we just bring you on the panel? Yeah. Can can, can we down. do that? Do you want to come and just down. like sit with us and just be amazing? Man. Be amazing. Yeah. Good A call. plus analysis. But again, I, I would hope that that summons. Go ahead. I would just would hope that that summons be like intentional, as opposed to, and maybe she's still learning, right? Like mm-hmm. being able yeah. to con- kind of control that. So it, it just took me a minute. Well, and I think they will be intentional as mm-hmm. it goes on, sure. but they've talked about Weiss being too much in her own head to be able to make it work. Right. And the last time we saw a successful summon was in the climactic battle yep. of last season yep. when mm-hmm. everything was going to hell. Sure. And even then she managed an arm. She didn't manage the whole right. Pacific Rim robot. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so this, she managed the whole thing. And it was moving autonomously, going after yeah. what was perceived as her enemy. So she's getting there. You realize that's the new bar, though, for summons as a Pacific Rim robot. Like, that's <laughs> da, 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 all I want. Da, da, da. That is all Until I want. Until we get that, yeah. it's just no satisfaction. Rocket she's arm just, engaged. She will eventually summon a Jaeger. It'll be it's great. That's all I want. It'll be great. That movie's so Rocket good. Rocket fists. That movie's so good. Stabs that thing Elbow in space. Rockets, that's yeah, what it yeah. was. Rocket arm engage or whatever. Elbow rocket engage. Elbow like, rockets. I, so people have asked, if you, if, if you like that term, you're really going to love the movie, right? Like, if you don't get that, then just not your film. It's so yes. good. That'd be an amazing oh, yeah. summons, is my point. And we're getting a sequel with Joe Yes, we are. Yes. I'll lose my mind over that in a different show, I'm sure. <laughs> but that we're, we're starting to run a little short on we time. Okay. We have many oh, yeah. things to talk about. So that's definitely Weiss's half of things, and thank goodness for Ironwood for being there. And I don't think that's anything I would have ever said last season. Liking him more and more. I so know, awesome. episode. I like know, a, Like right? a boss just oh, putting that man. thing down. It was incredible. She's the and only one making any sense right. around this insane asylum. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, not only does he just handle that thing like a boss, but then he stands up for totally. Weiss, and he's making it very clear where he stands right now and how he feels. And struts off. Like, oh, later, just, I wanted him to drop the gun. Just boom. Like, just like, son. Deuces, <laughs> son. 
Well, he is one of two people in the room who was actually there. Yeah. The other person yeah, yeah, yeah. being wise. Sure. Right. Yep. So it's like, yeah, all of you have absolutely no idea what happened, but we definitely witnessed Grim attacking students. Yep. So, yeah, that just... It sucks when you're in a room with a whole bunch of people who just don't have a clue. It's going to be interesting yeah. to see what happens next, right? Well, yeah, especially what uh, Papa Schnee, you know, comes up with. <laughs> Papa Schnee is such a funny, funny thing to say, isn't it? <laughs> It felt really funny. It felt like, I think that's the but first with the time. mustache, it works. <laughs> like you, like you want to buy Papa Schnee's cornflakes or whatever. Like, <laughs> like they're like a no. breakfast cereal mascot. No, it's Did gonna be Papa like Schnee's this morning. It's part of a complete breakfast. It's gonna be this horribly low rent vodka that purports itself to be fancy. I would, yeah, I, I would drink me some Papa, Papa, Schnee's, Papa Schnee's fancy vodka, fancy vodka, oh God, and go home with dear. low rent Neptune. That is my weekend. <laughs> <laughs> no. Evidently, if you have a water filter like a Brita or anything like that, you can put cheap vodka through it a couple times and it'll be better because vodka quality has a lot to do with how many times it's filtered. Drinking tips, folks. Amazing information. You need to understand about geography and drinking tips and then Jaegers. You can never use that. Both kinds of Jaegers. You can never use that Brita filter again. Not for water. Except for vodka. This is not a problem. It's fine. People are learning so much. God, I hope we don't have anyone underage watching. No, couldn't Keep ever so have Keep that in your back pocket until you're of legal drinking age for your country. <laughs> But keep it in your back pocket. Which is like 12 in Australia, right? Like, just bring it on back to fantasy <laughs> Australia. Just They're it's drinking right Australia. now. Australians Only have seen some stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah. Australians have seen some stuff. They're just like, there was a spider in my room today. Yeah. I killed it with a book. <laughs> With a boot? Mm. A book? <laughs> With anything. Book. Just kill it. Yeah, and the uh, our we, intrepid heroes run into an unexpected city. Speaking of killing, yeah. 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 We, get, we get a little <clears throat> bit of Ruby really not understanding how big the world is, which I think is adorable. It's kind of great. It was. It was a good moment. It's like, I grew up in a small town. I'm like, oh, you were homeschooled. Yeah. Poor <laughs> little child. She's learning so much. She is. Oh. Like, I thought it would take three weeks. Sure. Sure. How quickly do you plan on walking? And they run into a city called Oniuri. Yep. Yes. Which is only about half a city at this point in time, because Mm -hmm. evidently this is where some of the elite decided we don't like the kingdom, we don't like the council, we are going to secede from the United States and do our own thing. We're going to be the uh, Republic of Texas. But obviously they weren't nearly as badass as Texas because Grimm occurred and that... Yeah, the city is half-finished and abandoned and ostensibly had Ren's parents in it when it went yeah. under. Mm-hmm. That, Which that we've been waiting for that payoff for a while, right? Yes. Like with that, he we back knew, for, yeah. yeah, we knew that Ren and Nora didn't have anyone to go home right, to. Right. right. I had assumed that it had happened in the same chunk of time or for mm-hmm. the same reason. Right. But right. evidently it is separate reasons, and this was Ren's. Yeah, so now we're learning that he is a member of the wealthy class, and also that some for some reason his parents did not have him with him, or did not keep him with them. Well, yeah, I'm going to take my tiny child out into the wilderness and try to build a... It's not the Oregon Trail. <laughs> I mean, well, I guess it's I mean, not there's worse things than bear. there's worse things than bears and... Dysentery in the woods nope. here. Mm. Fantasy dysentery. Fantasy. Sounds terrible. Fantasy. It's dust related. It sounds yeah, terrible. You put fantasy in front of it, it's yes. fine. We're good. Fantasy dysentery sounds terrible. <laughs> sounds terrible. Yeah, Awful. someone pointed out that John drops the map. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. he needs to stop doing that. He really does. I'm, I'm having a Blair Witch Project moment of, where's the map? Oh, I threw it away. <laughs> I was stop. surprised. I dropped it. <laughs> And I forgot to pick it up. I think that's a perfectly huh. valid excuse for dropping things. I feel like I'm, I was I'm, surprised I'm going that I to use it. it more frequently. If it shows up again, I'm going to be like, I need that deleted just, scene where he goes back after this whole big climactic fight that we're in the middle of and picks up the map. Or they have to go back two days worth of travel because they forgot the map. Like, I'll just wing it for a while. They'll find a city and get a new one. Maps on their scrolls? I don't understand. It worked for the Blair Witch Project. They don't have GPS. GPS is down. All their satellites are dead. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Which would be a nightmare. Tell me about it. Yeah, so we have, we need to talk about Tyrion. We need to talk about the Scorpion Joker here. How did you guys feel about it? Ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, so, like, I, I really actually didn't like, um, I, think, I didn't like Tyrion's introduction. I think we talked a little bit about it on the show. I thought it was 
little over the top, like a little over the nose, and here's this rogues gallery, and here's this guy, and he's manic, and he's weird, and like, okay, I get it. And then they faded to black on his stupid manic Ugh. laugh, and I'm like, come on. The show's done a really good job it. of not being so on the nose. And then this episode was kind of cool, right? Like when we saw him yeah. in action, he seemed, I don't know, there was, some, there was a hook there for me that wasn't present when we first kind of met him. Okay. I loved it. He's, he's a fanatic for Salem, and it mm-hmm. points out just how much our main characters don't know about the bigger overarching yep. story. Yep, yep. Agreed. And I'm a little worried about the fact that he's interested in Jean, because yeah, that bodes so poorly for Jean. Oh. I know what what is going on there. Just that standing is. on his shield and inspecting him. He goes, oh, you. Like, I, I just, it's hard to do a really good chaotic evil character, and I think they've done it with him. Mm-hmm. And then just, hello, he's a scorpion, Faunus. Great. Yeah, I agree. Oh. I agree. It's probably my favorite part of this whole that episode. That was a nice reveal. It was yeah. great, right? That was a fantastic well, reveal. So, so break it down to me, though. Again, uh, the slow one on this side of the table. How is it that Nora's hammer didn't hurt him? He blocked it with his tail. Yeah. With the stinger. It was the tail? It was, it the, tail. was the tail. Okay, so I wasn't sure if there was, was some weird property that scorpions. I needed, yeah, totally. Yeah, it, it, it was, was I needed weird, to watch right? it a second mm-hmm. time. You did. Okay, good. Because I was the, like, yeah. is that just because scorpions are weirdly resistant to, like, hammers? I wouldn't know. <laughs> no. no he was so confused. Scorpions are not weirdly mm-hmm. resistant to hammers. No. So confused. No. <laughs> yeah, that just, yeah. yeah. He was he was fun. Uh, but, well, okay, so I'm going to go back a second to do it. Just... How, um, you know, when he's like, oh, you know, uh, the one he worships, and he starts going off, and he's like, you mean Cinder? Right. And that really was kind of Only like in a, her dream. This has been a children's game up until this point. I mean, they were fighting on a school ground. You know, they're fighting as school children. They were playing checkers. It's and, a chess game. Yeah, and Cinder, you know, and it also kind of serves to show that Cinder herself, too, is still very much in this childish realm. Yeah. She's still playing checkers, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tiger Frost in the chat points out Jean needs to stop getting in trouble with scorpions. <laughs> yes! The, okay. Did that, did that... Most things do. In, se- right in season one, he ran into the giant scorpion grip, yeah, the Deathstalker, or whatever they're called. Right. That's yeah. Excellent callback. Yeah. Okay. It's a beautiful callback. Well done, you guys. I feel, I feel like that you could have been like, no, he met that weird like grim panda, and then they they had a tea, and then they hung out, and like you could have you literally could have sold me anything in that you particular moment. That. I would have been like, oh yeah, totally. Like what, Patrick? Do you no, even watch just this show? Watching him Which fight movie are was you watching? in incredible watching the fight choreography for this and seeing just how outclassed our main characters are yeah. by someone who's been doing this for years yeah. you can be talented you can be lucky but you're still gonna get outstripped by someone with that skill set sure within minutes oh yeah yeah dismantled right i mean completely destroyed but i feel like we also needed a little bit of that disparity so we could have crow's mm-hmm. introduction uh, which was yeah. a great run-up. That was that was a cool guys. Don't look at explosions. I mean, totally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, without a doubt. And so, no, no, no part of you thought that they, I don't know, kind of insinuated that he, that that sting punctured the sword, or you think he hundred percent blocked it? I thought that at first. You did through the first the first watch through. Yep. I was like, did that go? Like, did he just get stabbed? Yep. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he blocked it. Otherwise, I, he wouldn't have been so. I high. Yeah, I think so too. Okay. Yeah, like. Yeah, I think it's okay. I look good. We're gonna doing see a it. good fight. It was pretty great. Hey friends. Great. Hey friends. Hey Nice, how have you been? It was pretty I great. Missed you. I get to fight now. Here we go. Yeah. And just Josh Greeley is killing it as Tyrion. Quite yes. literally. <laughs> just he does it's I just keep hearing Mark Hamill Joker. Oh, it's an amazing And he voice does a really good one and that out. laugh. Yeah, I think I, I think nailed. Mark Hamill is in, in a whole other class. I, I would disagree. Tyrion's interesting for sure, but I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's like one of the great performances of all time, as far as I'm concerned. And right now, well, uh, Tyrion's yeah. got to earn it a little bit for me. I, okay. We'll see what he does. I think well, he's on the right trajectory. I, I, I would I would I would agree. I would agree. Well, Tyrion's the same category of villain, but we've had the Joker for 80 years at this point. Sure, mm-hmm. but like it, he really Mark Hamill walked into that role and owned it, and in fact oh, yeah. redefined it. And I would assert that's even harder than taking a Tyrion character and kind of creating it, I feel like mm-hmm. that, that role carries with it a ton of baggage. And I think, to some degree, Mark Hamill will always be my Joker. 
Again, you're taking a bottle of Jack and comparing it to like a 150 year old French but, whatever whiskey. But like, then I bought a filter, a Brita, <laughs> and I just kept pouring it in. Ta-da! I don't know if that works for whiskey. I, I know it works for vodka. He's going to find out for us. So. Oh, God, here you know we go. Fun. This, follow me on Twitter. I'm just going to filter Jack half a dozen times. That sounds terrible. Oh, as you imagine. Yeah. Um, Mal, I saw what you threw in the hashtag, but nobody here speaks Yuri on ice. Unless you do, do you? Hi! Hello, as a matter of fact, uh, next Monday. This Monday. What if... So that's a thing. Because I guess Josh Greeley voiced them both. Yes, he does. Check the hashtag, y'all. Oh, that's beautiful. Check the hashtag. I'm into it. Malachrome is having a grand old time. Another piece I... of fan art in there because they're amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yuri on ice after show. We're doing one. Monday the 19th. Which I think I'm just going to tune into your show. Not because I've watched it or care. You guys, though, are so passionate. So I'm telling you at home, if you watch Yuri on Ice and you have even the slightest bit of interest, come check this out. Because they know it. They love it. They're talking about it incessantly. And it's going to be something magic. Incessantly. Surprised people are still talking to me in my real life. (laughs) Oh my god. It's so bad. It's It's, so bad. We will get to that when we do the advertisements. Because I think Mark is also Mm, on it. And then Alexis and Emma, which you guys would know from every other geek (laughs) panel that we do Why to tune is my point. I'm going to watch. I'm going to be active in the chat. extremely tangled Venn diagram of nerds. Okay, is there anything else we need to cover for this? I don't think Aside so. Aside from Nora getting electric, sl- and that electric snipe oh. is glorious. That was great. Did Ruby shoot her on purpose? Yes. yes. I loved it. Yes. Loved yeah, it. because the electricity sure. power up. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It was just... There was a moment it was like, oh, wow, he dodged that really fast. Right. And I was like, oh, oh no, wait. Yep. It's like, wait, no, Got he it. didn't move. No. And just his reaction of, oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> How did that wait, happen? Why is everyone smirking? I don't, right. okay. Got it. Which, and think of it, that's the, you know, that move itself was a very childish one. They're sitting there looking all smug. Like, oh, yeah. Like, like children. He, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Clearly yeah. outclassed. Yeah, and he's like, okay, well, clearly something's coming. Here right. we go. Well, yep. and Powered Up Nora is usually a heavy enough hitter to just kind of clear the field. It's over. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this yeah. was... It's like, and here's my big special. Ah, oh, shoot, this is bad. Yeah. I love Nora well, so much. Hopefully it's really eye-opening for them, too. I yeah. mean, I know they understand that there are people outside of their power bracket. They understand mm-hmm. maidens. They've kind of fought one-ish. Uh, yeah. But they haven't actually run into anything like this before and had to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And Let's I get... think they wouldn't have been able to had Crow not shown up. Oh, absolutely up. not. There would have been very little hope. They needed Crow to kind of come in and save yeah. them. Yeah. I mean, in this case, they've got a long way to go. So it's going to be really interesting to see how they start bridging that gap. Because at this point in time, they can't really do anything right. in no. this war. They are not... They're they're capable and they're very good, but they are not nearly on the level of being able to handle this. Right. Yeah. They just don't have the cumulative experience. Mm-hmm. There are people out there who have been fighting for longer than they have been alive. Right. right. And it's going to represent us as viewers to that fact. Because I think mm-hmm. you lose that context a little bit when they're always fighting the grim and winning and the choreography is so awesome and you're like, our guys are the best. And then, yeah. then you see the, the big people fight and you're like, okay, got it. And uh, you kind of go, oh, jeez. Oh, yep. yeah, this occurred. This occurred. All right. Do we have anything else to cover for this episode? I don't think so. I think that was a great way to end it. That was really abrupt. Can we do predictions? Or are we out of time? We are out of time, it looks like. Are we doing predictions? You're after Buzz TV. Okay, we get a little bit of both. Dee, do you want to start us off? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know that I've got a lot to work with, but I do hope, I, I'm more of a hope, less of a prediction. I hope that they leave this and Crow starts this Mr. Miyagi role, that he's no longer the luck in the background, that he's traveling actively with them and instructing them as they go. So we start to see, this is the start of their arc of being more capable and would love to see that charge being led by Ruby and you know, learning from Crow in that drunken Mr. Miyagi sense of the word. I want some painting of some fences. I want some washing of the cars, all that. Yeah, I can definitely see that happening. And I think, I mean, it has to. They need someone to yep. train them. Yep. And they need the, someone to train them seriously I agree. at this point. Um, I'm also kind of interested to see what Tyrion, or, you know, what else we learn about Jean and why Tyrion is so interested in him. That's true. Kind of what's going on there. Um, and I'm kind of torn on how I feel about that. Part of me wants, like, this big reveal where Jean has this big, important role and, like, this really cool historical link that makes him, like, epic. Oh, do you think? 
But, He's named after Joan of Arc. Well, I mean, I agree. Okay. Yes, but and then another part of me is like, no, but also, what if he just works really hard and becomes an awesome fighter? That's and, what I want. And, th- and most of me is like, yeah, that would actually be way better. And like, we've been working with that. We've seen mm-hmm. in practice. We've seen all of that. I would like to think that Tyrion is just interested him in a cat and mouse sort 100%. of fashion. hundred percent. I kind of like, like that more. It's There's nothing darker. special about you. I'm just intrigued. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's darker. And that would go with his chaotic. I like that really so would. much more. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm honestly not sure that everyone's going to survive this fight. And I will be intrigued to see. Yeah. Who, we think Crow's going to be with us? I don't know. I have absolutely no idea, and I will be intrigued to see yeah. how it goes down, right. because I'm fairly certain that whatever I try to predict, Richard T's just going to be like, you didn't even think of this possibility, <laughs> yeah, did you? <laughs> did you? Know. All right, I am going to take, like, 40 seconds of your time to talk about iTunes, and then we will close out. Thank you so much to everyone who went on to iTunes, who subscribed to the podcast, who rated us five stars, who left us a review. You are the reason we get to stay on the air as an after show, because our producers do go on to iTunes. They do look at these reviews. And if they say, hey, a whole bunch of people really like this show, we should keep it, despite the odd airing schedule, we get to stay and we get to come back every other week and talk about Ruby. And, you know, occasionally the people who work on the show see the reviews as well and that really super helps us so if you want to support us and keep us going best thing you can go best thing you can do go to itunes search after buzz tv ruby uh subscribe to the podcast rate rate us five stars leave us a review and if you do leave us a review you get a shout out like this uh stumbled on it dot 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 great by wilkins 75 I stumbled on this podcast and AfterBuzz in general and spent a while listening to their old podcast and being amazed at who they got on. I now listen not only to Ruby, but Star Wars Rebels and Game of Thrones when it comes back. The hosts are funny, and while sometimes they go off topic, that can sometimes bring their funniest moments. See, they referenced Admiral Thrawn the Wedding Planner, which is a Star Wars Rebels thing. Yeah, great show. You will love it, and go find other shows you like and listen to them. Thank you so much. That's incredibly cool. We adore you. So, yeah, leave a review. Get a shout-out on the show. In the meantime, I think that is all we have for today. Thank you to everyone who is in the hashtag. Thank you to everyone who is in the live chat. If you still want to talk about this before we come back in two weeks' time on December 29th, throw in the hashtag. We do check that even on the off days. Where can the people find you guys? You can find me at P to the D's on Twitter. Please tweet at me asking about drinking tips, who I should hit on at parties, and maybe who I should leave with from the Ruby crew. Um, I host a bunch of nonsense here. You can find all on Twitter. All right. You can find me on Twitter as well at Stacy Shuttles. I would like to be on all of his tips because yes. they sound hilarious. Real dumb. Real dumb. <laughs> I'm very excited to hear them. Oh, my God. And we have the Yuri on Ice show. Yes, Yuri on Ice. We are starting up on this Monday, the 19th at 7. We're going to be covering episodes 1 and 2. So if you want to come and cry about Yuri on Ice with me, I'll be there. join us there. I'll be in the chat. There's a lot Encouraging of feelings you guys. Yeah. to be had about this show. See? So many oh, feelings. Awesome. 400 feels. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and YouTube at Kiaxet. That is K-I-A-X-E-T. If you're interested in seeing Megan and I react to these shows fresh... That is the YouTube channel is where you can find those videos. I'm also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. Uh, almost everything that I'm doing is on seasonal hiatus for now, but we do have the uh, Z Nation season finale Sunday at 7 p.m. We are also going to be covering Voltron when it comes back in January, so keep an eye out for that scheduling. And your next Ruby episode is going to be two weeks from today, so December 29th. We will see you then. Tom. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Dust you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.